Welcome to the Tim and James universe. Love and marriage, love and marriage. It seems today that all you see. Space, a final frontier. You know what that means, you channel fucks. We are What's the matter? Uh, <laughs> we are back with the haunting of Hill House. That's right. Yeah, your buddy decided to binge it over the uh Halloween weekend and uh a little late recording, but we are here with uh, another uh, well not another, but a spooky uh change of the channel. Oh. Uh Go to the old Wikipedia, the haunting of Hill House. Uh, our buddy saw this when it first came out, right? Uh, he sure did. Yeah, I don't know why I was so late. It was, I felt like it was one of those shows that you had to pay attention to, especially with everybody talking about, like, oh, the fucking ghosts and shit. And so, like, I just never had the time to, like, sit down and pay attention to it. But, uh, your buddy was free over the weekend, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down and watch this, and uh, god damn it. Just like with God of War, I was goddamn late to the party. <laughs> the buddy sure was. There's a whole other season already up. I know, but as the buddy said, that season's not too good. Uh, no, not when you compare it to this one. Oh, this was so fucking good. Yeah, it was. Uh, it is loosely right. based on the 1959 novel of the same name by Shirley Jackson. Uh, the plot alternates between two timelines following five adult siblings whose paranormal experiences at Hill House continue to haunt them in the present day and flashbacks depicting events leading up to the eventful night in 1992 when the family fled from the mansion. That's right. Yep. Two thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> uh, man, it was 10 episodes, tight 10 episodes. Uh, I think there was one episode that I thought was like a filler but it wasn't, and that made me happy because that means there was like there's no fillers like this, you know, show. Yeah, there's not. It's there's not a whole lot of time for filler episodes. No, because even ones I didn't care about were still like impactful. Like uh, Luke's episode, I didn't really care much about. But when you saw that fucking tall man just facing away, always by him, that popped me off a lot. How many um, random ghosts did the buddy actually detect? I I don't know. Mm. <laughs> do you remember, do you recall seeing any? Well, the the repairman on the clock that was blatant. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Did you notice uh, the one where they they opened up the little cellar door in the kitchen floor? There's just one just like behind the stairs. It's just looking at them. No, I didn't. I didn't notice that one. <clears throat> uh I was like that one popped me off. I yeah, I know there was like a hundred and something different ghosts just in the background, right? Something like that. I didn't catch nearly that many, but uh, yeah. This so the first couple episodes were establishing the past and the present, and then it was like every sibling got their own episode, and then it all in the end it all like connected. Like I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, well, that's how good television works, buddy. But you know it. 
uh, even though the mom died, uh, she was in it the whole season. Uh, fucking sexy fucking, uh, what was it? Carla Gugino? Carla Gugino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so beautiful. She could haunt she me. It. She, yeah. You can only hope. <laughs> yeah, right? So I had two, like, well, one for sure, but I think I had, like, two uh, favorite episodes. Okay. Uh, one of them, hands down, is the Bent Neck Lady. That one was amazing and very, like, uh, emotional. Like, at the end, it was just like, oh, fuck. Is that the one with the one take? I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about, right? I, I watched the show, but I don't. I didn't spot the one take. I forget. People it's, talked about it. It was like, it was like 14 when the, minutes long. It's when they went back and forth between time periods. I don't remember that. The camera would just like turn, and it would be like in the room of the house in a different time, and there'd be people there. That's when they were switching out. Like, you've seen behind oh. the scenes stuff. When they would turn the camera, people would run onto the set and change shit around, and then when it came back... It would, they were done, and they would continue the scene. Is it when they were in the... Uh, in the church or... I was saying not mortuary, but the... Uh, Funeral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I was seamless. I didn't even fucking know. Yeah, I thought they, it was a little thing, weird basically. because it followed the dad when he was walking, and the way it was... Car- I, fuck, I didn't even realize it. Because then yeah. he was in the, the living room of the, uh, the mansion, and then he's like, yeah. uh... Yeah, that was pretty fucking good. Uh, I think, like, almost that whole episode was basically, like, the one-shot. I heard it was, like, a 14-minute one-shot. So it, like, crushed, like, Daredevil's, like, seven-and-a-half-minute... Uh, yeah. ...hallway scene. It was Which, something. Goddamn. Even that... Oh, We should do, like, a Daredevil Buddies and rewatch the series. Uh, okay. <laughs> I beat you! Uh, when I sent you that clip, you popped off. I but I'll never not pop off. I couldn't help but pop off. Oh, Goddamn it! God damn it, dude, that show was so fucking good. It'd be, it be fucking dumb to not bring in Vincent D'Onofrio into the fucking MCU. But they'd be dumb to not bring in Daredevil to the MCU. Oh, no, 100% MCU. too. Charlie, fucking Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Fuck Affleck. Like, it's all well, about Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody would disagree. He's the better Batman. Bullseye. Huh? Uh. They may be able to bring him back. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> Although I did, fu- I've got in season three when bullseyes are just wearing his daredevil suit it's like this is, this is awesome oh. <laughs> hell let make him daredevil look like he's the asshole hell yeah one doing shit all right well i'll make the email <laughs> it doesn't need its own it could just be change the channel special edition no no we gotta go over every episode we bro. don't need no <laughs> god damn it buddy we need more shit to watch we have so much nah not enough we have dragon ball yeah, that can go away but it's just coming back. <laughs> All right, we'll I already made Black, the post. We'll finish Black uh, Black Ball Saga and then we'll jump in. No, uh, so uh, we'll finish Dare Buddies. The, the series is only we only have like forty five episodes left of the whole fucking series. <sighs> Fine, buddy. That's like twenty two weeks. That's it. It's not a lot. Uh, All right, but yeah, it's. Uh, how do you want to do this? Like, because the the show jumps back and forth we can't really go and well i mean you're you're the force behind this because it's been a f- over a year since i've seen this damn it um 
Did we do an episode where I saw it? No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. You might have mentioned it in an episode we've done, but we didn't do like a news or Maybe. or anything with you specific doing this. I I remember that episode in in the funeral, like the reveal of like the bent neck lady. I remember oh. all of the, the the family drama stuff, um, like with the drug addiction and not, uh, and stuff like that. And I remember Elliot from ET being in it, uh, but uh, you know it's mostly it yeah okay so this family moved into this giant like mansion because they flip houses and shit so they were gonna be there for i don't like eight months or i forget what he's like timeline they were gonna fix up the house and then sell it like that's just what he does um but they ended up being there longer they found like more damages and then just weird shit started happening with the house and like all kinds of shit so uh, one toward the end of the episode, out of nowhere, the the father wakes up the son. He's like, "Come on, we gotta go." And then it's like, he's like, well, "You gotta be quiet, like you'll be quiet." And he's like, "What?" And then he's like peeking through the door, and then like the kid sees like this weird ghost, and it's like, "Oh shit, what the fuck?" And then he's like waiting, and then they're like, "All right, when I when we run, you close your eyes." And like he takes off running, and the kid opens his eyes and sees like the mom chasing them. They get outside, they get in the car, and they leave, and they see like the mom inside, and it's like, "What the what the fuck?" So you're thinking, like, what kind of crazy shit went on here? But, like, you don't get a full answer until, like, the very last episode, which kind of pissed me off. But then again, it, like, draws you in. Well, yeah. Uh, they tell you what happened in the first episode. Why would you keep watching? But then um, all the episodes go back and forth between, like, present day and past. Like, the present day, you'll see someone act a certain way or do a certain thing. And then, like, the next scene, it's in the past. And it shows, like, oh, that's why they do that. Like, uh, Luke's episode... Uh, a twin thing when he felt like the sister like die, like he knew there was a difference. And then he tried to see his friend who was like a drug addict cause she left. And so you see him walking up and down like the street cause he, he got beat up and his shit taken, but he's like counting to seven. He's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then he like turns around and like one, two, three, four. And you think like, Oh God, this guy's crazy. But then it like in the past, it shows he helped his little sister Nell go to sleep. He was like, look, I have seven rocks uh, for all of us. There's seven of us. He's like, and sometimes to help calm down, he's like, I grab one and I go and I count them, but I grab it real hard. So it's one, two, and then he like did it. And then, so she's like, okay. And then, so she did it and she calmed down. So it's like, oh, that's why he's doing that. He's doing that. It's like a, a way to calm himself down. Like he's not crazy. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and then he eventually gets found. And that's when the brother tells him like, oh, you know, Nell died. And he's like, what? Uh, because you find out, too, like, the mom committed suicide. But then the dad was like, it wasn't suicide, but, like, it was ruled suicide. And so it was like, he never talked to the kids about anything that happened. Like, he tried to protect them by hiding everything from them, which is never a good... It never works out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and the sister, she was having problems. And then she uh, later on, it's revealed that she saw a ghost when she was little, the, the bent neck lady. It was just a ghost that had like her neck snapped. And so her head was all sideways. And, uh, so she was scared when she was little. And then she got, she met this guy, her therapist, ironically fell in love, got married. And then the bent neck lady started like showing up again. And so she's like, I got to go to the house. And so she went to the house and then they ended up finding like her dead. 
and they never said how or anything like that. They just said that she killed herself. And it's like, oh, okay. And then we get to that episode and like, do you remember anything about that episode? Not like specifically. Ah, oh, man, dude. That, I, that was, again, my favorite fucking episode. So like, it shows her as a kid when she like first encountered her like by the bed. And then she was like sleeping on the couch. And then she was like hovering above her with her neck all bent. And that, the couch, I think, is what started her getting like sleep paralysis. So it shows like when she met her her husband, he was like a, a new doctor, therapist for her, and then they fell in love. And he was able to help her through like her sleep paralysis, paralysis or whatever attack, however you would say that word, <clears throat> paralysis attacks. And uh, one night she saw it, the bedneck lady floating at the end of the bed. And so the husband's like, I'll help. And then he gets up and then he kind of like walked toward her. But then he like fucking falls over and just dies. And then she was able to get out, and she's like, she's like, I know the Bentnick lady killed him. And they're like, he had like a, a brain aneurysm. It just happened. It was just one of those things that happened out of nowhere. And uh, so that kind of fucked her up because then she's all acting crazy. And I think on her way to Hill House, she was at some like motel, and she saw the Bentnick lady again. And then she finally gets to the house, and she's like, you know, I don't know what she was exactly what she was trying to do, but then you, you saw how the house like manipulated what she saw and everything because like, i think she encountered her mom and she like put a necklace on her but it wasn't really a necklace it was a fucking like noose and so then she shoved her off which it was super emotional because she, when she realized what was happening because she was on the outer edge of like that spiral staircase like holding on with the thing around her neck and she looked and she was like mommy and i was like oh like i can't imagine that like your kid's calling out for you and you're gonna just like fucking kill them like that shit was like she was a good actress like the first time i seen her was in you Season two. That's always the weirdest shit. Like they had was that Chris Watts case in like uh where is it Colorado? Where what? uh he it was like a couple of years ago he killed he killed his wife and his two daughters and he buried his wife at like his workplace and threw his two young daughters into like oil tanks. Uh. Which is like super disturbing because you ha- the opening in the tanks was very small. So he had to fucking, like, forcefully get their body in there, right? Yeah. And this was all because, uh, I guess he had, like, a girl on the side, and he just wanted to move on or whatever. And it was, like, this big case, like, where where's the wife and the kids? And he was, like, on the news, like, oh, I just want them back, you know? But then, oh, that dude. Yeah, yeah there's like a the news. documentary on Netflix about it now. Oh, shit. Yeah, same. I recommend you watch it. Serial cast. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, it wasn't a serial killer. <laughs> Like kill three people. That's pretty serial. It's it's no it isn't serial killers like over a period of time. Like he's a I guess mass murderer or multiple murderer. Crimes uh, of passion, uh, buddy. I think I remember hearing something because he was like pleading for her to come back because he said like she ran away. The cool thing about um like if you go on YouTube, you can find the entire body cam footage of the first call to the house where like. They go over to like um, a neighbor's house because he actually has like a camera that was on the front of their house. So he saw that after he left for work, nobody went to or left the house. And you can fucking see Chris Watts going, "Oh fuck, I didn't know he had a camera." You can... When he left, the cop was with the neighbor. The neighbor was like, "Dude, something's not right with him. He's acting kind of weird." And it's like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> it's like, "Oh boy." 
God damn it. Yeah. There was like this one I saw, like I didn't see it, but it was like a clip you can see of like a news interview uh, of a, a girl that went missing or something like that. And they're interviewing this guy and he's like, yeah, you know, he was help looking for her. He's like, yeah, we need her. We want her back and this and that. And then like they get reports of like, oh, we found the body. And you see like his face just go pale. And it's like it later found out that, oh, he was the one who killed her and hid the body. So when that was he panicked when he heard like live on air, like, oh, they found the body. And he was just like, oh. It's like fuck. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So she ends up shoving her off, and she falls, and just like fucking her neck just snaps violently, and it's like, oh god. So she's just like hanging there with her neck all bent, and then that's when I was like, oh wait. And then it like the ground and everything like went up, so she like fell more, and then it showed her like stop, and it showed like herself when she got scared when as she was at the motel. And then it did it again where it stopped and it showed her looking at herself in bed when her husband just fell over and died. And then it fell again when it showed her facing the little girl on the, the, the couch herself. And then it did it one last time where she was at the foot of the, cause that, that first time at the foot of the bed, she got scared and woke everybody up. Cause she was like, I heard the lady, her scream was bad. Like it was loud in the snat. And so like, she just is there floating with her neck all bent looking at herself. And then that's when she screams in like horror when she realized that like, she's the bent neck lady. And it was like this ungodly, like horror scream. And I'll, yeah. that episode just like popped me off. I was like, Holy shit. It was just so fucking good. Yeah. This, uh, this show's fucking great. It fucking, it really was. Um, you know, the, the one sister, uh, Theodora, I guess they call her Thea or Theo. She when she touches shit, she can get like a sense. She can either see or get a sense of like what happened or something like that. So like that's why she always wears gloves and shit like that. Yeah. Um, uh, it's depicted all throughout the past too that like it's a big mansion. So every once in a while, there's just one room that that nobody could get in. It was the red door room, the, the very upstairs, like right around the corner from where that spiral staircase is. And they just – they couldn't fucking get in there. Like, nobody can get in there. Uh, but it's a big mansion, so everybody kind of has a room they go to. Like, their mom had, like, a study. Uh, this the Theodora had, like, a dance studio. Uh, the kid had, like, a treehouse. Uh, all this other stuff. Everybody had kind of had their own room that they went to. And uh, the oldest son, he wrote, like, a book about what happened. So the family's kind of, like, pissed off at him. Cause he's like, they're like, you don't believe any of this shit, but yet you're sharing like all our family secrets and this and that. And, uh, the dad, that's when the dad revealed to him, like, you've seen a ghost. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like I saw a mom running or, or something. I forget what he said, but he's all like, he's like, no, like that repairman, the, the one who fixed the, the clock. He's like, yeah, you called someone over to have him fix it. We had a lot of stuff going on in the house. He's like, I never called a repairman. And he's like, huh? And he's like, that clock's old. Like, if anything, they would take it somewhere and do it. They wouldn't do it on site. And so, like, that's when the, he kind of started believing, like, maybe there are spirits. But that shit popped me off because he's like, no, that's – you saw a ghost. Because he, like, thought something was the ghost, but it wasn't. He was like, oh, shit. Mm. Um, God damn it. There's so much shit to go over. But, like, it – they all start to believe that like, okay, the mom wasn't crazy and this and that the brother went to the house to like burn it down after he was just like tired of like, burn it down. Yeah. He's architect. <laughs> uh, Fuck yeah. 
but it tricked him, and then he ended up like ODing, not almost ODing, because it like there was a needle in his veins and like rat poison. Because then it's revealed that the night of the events, the the was one ghost like persuaded the mom that like they were dreaming to wake up, like almost like Inception. So she like took the two young kids because she saw the kids in the future. She saw the girl dead on the the table in the sun with a needle in his arm. So she's like, I don't want them to end up like that. You can save them. You can wake them up now. And so she brought them up to the. Uh, they finally went in the red room, and they're having a tea party. Fuck yeah. And the boy was having a friend stay the night, which is like a little girl in the woods, which he thought was a ghost, but it turned out it was a real girl. Which I felt yeah. so fucking bad for that family, dude. The caretaker family. They lost oh, like yeah. the two kids, and then that was their kid too. Yep. And so she ended up putting like rat poison in the tea to kill them. And so, because she wanted to set them free, you know, save them from that fate of what was going to happen. So the little girl drank it first, and her little death was, like, painful to watch. I was like, oh, my God. Because, like, she had, like, foam come out of her mouth, and she, like, fell over, just, like, dead. Yep. It was like, Jesus. And then the other two kids were going to drink it, and she's like, no, it's okay, she's sleeping. Or some shit like that. And then the dad, like, realized what was happening. And then, because I think a ghost told him. And then he, like, sprinted in there. He took the kids... And that's what started the events of the night of them running away from the mom and shit like that. And it was like, oh, fuck. And then it turned out the ghost tricked her and ended up pushing her off of the staircase. So she fell and died like on the ground. And it was just like, Jesus Christ. And so going back there, they're trying to save the brother because the brother got tricked and shit. And e every, each of them are having their own visions. The room's making them see whatever. But then at one point, I forget when, but it was revealed that like, the room was like open all along or whatever. Cause he was like, you know, this was your mom's study. This was your dance room. So like all the kids were in the red room doing shit like that room. Just, I guess just eats people or just needs people in there. And so he's like, he's like, I never built Luke a, a tree house. Like we were going to be there like eight months. Like when would I have time to build him a tree house? So like that room was his tree house and shit like that. And it was just like, Oh shit. And it was just like intense. The kids got out. The dad decided to stay, and so like he left the uh, the old so, the, the oldest one to go be with the mom, and it was just like oh Jesus Christ, like it was intense, and it was like it was, too because he's like old, like talking to his son, and then the camera cuts back and it's the young dad, and he's just like uh, I'm like I'm I'm proud to be your father, and then like walked off to be with the wife, and it's like oh fuck, so like he just saw like his dad die, or he just like surrendered himself to the house. <laughs> it's, it seems that way. Yeah, but like, fuck, it was just, it was just good. And then like the end of the show was like, they're all together and they they're celebrating Luke's like two years of sobriety and all this and that and you know everything's fine I guess. It looks that way. But man, dude, it was it was insane. Cause then like he had to have that couple go up and look and to see their daughter and they're like. You know, we, we kept her here to protect her because we knew, like, we lost the first two kids and this and that. And so now her little ghost was, like, stuck in the house. And so she's like, I'll take care of the house. So that way I could be with my daughter. Like, you just never come back and this and that. And so that's why they boarded up the house and, like, never went back. But then, it, in like, it showed as time went on, like, his the caretaker's wife got sick. So he brought her to the house so she could die in the house. 
so that way her spirit's there and it was just like that got me all fucking teary eyed because then she's young with her baby that died and her daughter and then he's all old like happy seeing them and i'm just like fuck it was like the show was a lot more emotional than i thought i was just thinking like oh scary shit you know but like it was a lot more than i thought yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the good thing that I'm really enjoying about shows now. It's it's hard to even call them TV shows because it's not on TV anymore. Like yeah. a lot of the really good shows are on fucking streaming services. Um, it's not being broadcast, but the keeping them short. Like I think I think Bly Manor is in nine episodes. Oh okay. Um, and it's it's while it's not as good as this, it's at least like focused it doesn't there's no filler in it you know yeah that's uh, that's why even even though this one was 10 there was no filler because even what daredevil and punisher they were like 10 to 12 or 13 and they, they were like fillers. 13 yeah and they had fillers and i was like all right yeah you could have yeah like two episodes being cut yep but uh they're still worth a watch and i'd like i'd still recommend watching i still watch bly manor season two of this um, yeah because there is you know maybe who knows maybe you'll like it more than i did uh, we'll see buddy maybe we'll be back here pretty soon and it's a quick watch nine episodes true maybe i'll start like, today who knows because we're ne- since mandalorian hasn't they don't they're doing weekly so i'm not really even sure when i want to watch that same here i was thinking i'm just waiting till it was done yeah for, for fans listening leave a comment uh let us know would you want us to just do week by week episodes of mandalorian or like how we do for Digimon now, or do you want us to just to just wait? Uh, no one's gonna no one's gonna hit us up. I mean, I guess one thing if we wanted, like, to, for CTC to be a more prominent show, it would make sense to do weekly episodes of watching stuff. But uh, I, it's up to you, buddy. We move yeah. can. I'll I'll think about it because I did wait for the boys, and it was nice to just fucking watch all of it. Yeah, but imagine if we watch that week by week. No, yeah, I know. Mm. Well, wait and fucking see. All right, buddy. Uh, but yeah, no, I give it two thumbs up this season. This, this is very... Oh, yeah, me too. So good. Uh, so fucking good. Definitely one of the shows that, like, I'll be thinking about for a while. Because just the impact. Like, I already have been. I think I, you know, I finished it last weekend, but... It, I still think about it randomly. Yeah. One show I am going to start watching, though, soon is Deadwood. You ever seen that? The old Western? That used to be on, like, yeah. HBO, I think? No. Yeah. I've always wanted to watch it, and, uh, well... Is it a straight Western? Because I always got weird vibes of, like, sci-fi Western, kind of. I, I don't think it's sci-fi, but I, I've not seen it. As far as I know, it's just, like, a Western. Mm. With uh, Timothy Oliphant and Ian McShane. Yeah. I believe Brad Dourif is in it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, that's why. That's why you want to watch it. Oh, buddy, you know it. All right. Well, that does it for this episode. Uh, I I left a lot of shit out because there's a lot to. There was a lot every episode to unpack, so there's no way we were gonna touch it all. But I kind of gave the base. I get. I get. I gave the the overall arc pretty much, and yeah, uh, and my talked about my favorite episode. But every episode is really good, so don't. It's not like oh, that's the only good episode. Every episode yeah. is really fucking good. And that is another Everybody, thing about doing um doing episode by episode is that we actually we get to talk about every specific thing because when we do full season discussions we there's always shit we leave out or forget 
That's true. I mean, imagine if we just had to talk about Twin Peaks The Return in just one episode. There's no way. God damn it. There's no way. Like, imagine <laughs> if we did, if we waited for, like, Digimon. We watched all of Frontier and then talked about it. Well, that would have been hot the entire time. I know, but that's easy. Uh, it's not a good, the end? No. Imagine doing that with Tamers. That's the harder. Like, that's the no way. Uh, so hard. Well, I mean, we've been talking about doing, like, other we- like shows like that, right? I mean, we we can just throw it all under the Change of Channel banner. Yeah. And maybe that could be, like, uh... It would just be, like, you know, let's say Daredevil Episode 1, and then, like, whatever the next episode is, it'll be, like, Deadwood Episode 1, you know, that kind of sort of thing. What if CTC became, like, a weekly thing where... Like, what did you watch this week? I watched this episode of this. Or right, so what happened? Blah, blah, blah. How was it? What else did you watch? I also watched this. And this yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I don't watch shit that often, though. Like, I, all I do is like, when I go to bed, I just put on fucking Catch Predator and fall asleep. So I don't really, like, watch shit. And if I did, it's shit you don't care about. Like, some random I, or Fox Catch show. Predator. Like, I have been watching um the new Unsolved Mysteries uh, <laughs> on Netflix. I think I'm actually done with both parts you could talk about that how that season Dude, go. how this they're how the first season without robert stack go or no they've done it without him before huh they've done it without him before um but they don't have a host so it's it's just all like documentary style it's all oh. just interview footage and they're sort of reenactments but not not really they just kind of do that thing where like they have a fucking like low angle shot or like you see someone's legs like running in slow motion and that's like the reenactment like they don't. Oh, okay. They don't really go the length anymore. It's a lot of just kind of like our footage that they have of like news reports or you know pictures, new drone footage of like the area where a body was like that kind of shit. It's it's yeah. good how it's it, they did it the best way they could. Um, they do have like a nod to Robert Stack because like in the opening credits, like the last shot, you kind of like see his silhouette in the background. Oh fuck um, you. Yeah. But they they knew like we can't replace this. They, they also have a really nice modern version of the theme. They didn't fuck it up. They just they know people love the theme, so they took it and they made it like I don't know. I guess more kind of bombastic. Um, but I it I I enjoyed the new unsolved mysteries. I think they did exactly what they needed to to be to be true to it, but also like this is it's the way something. this is presented now. Yeah. Yeah. And th- there's, dude, there are some stories that, like, so confusing. Like, it still gets me, some of the stories. Like, why was this person, like, there's a story of this guy gets a phone call at, like, five in the morning and rush rushes out from, like, I guess they found out it was from his work. He yeah. rushes out in his fucking flip-flops, ends up at some kind of parking garage, and then it's found, like, a week later in in, like, the Belvedere Hotel, like, dead. And they find there was like a big hole in the ceiling, so they figure did he fucking jump off the roof? But then they're like, but the angle doesn't make sense. He would have had to fucking had a running start to get there. And the then fuck? when they found out that the call came from his place of business, the owner of the business, who was his best friend, who he wanted him to come work for him, put a gag order on all of his employees, so no one at that work will talk. The place that called him the night before refused to talk to anybody, and they've all lawyered up. So oh, that's a fucking why? suspect. Yeah, why they, wouldn't they just... Well, it's uh, pretty fucking obvious that someone at that office probably killed him, probably his best friend. And they can't figure out where in the building the call came from. 
so it's like, what is like? How are how are you not able to subpoena information? It's so fucking clearly obvious. Yeah, that somebody in this building did something, but it's just baffling. But that's a memorable one. There's there's a bunch where it's like, this person's dead, but why? How? How did this happen? Like, it's just so. It still gets me, buddy. So I recommend that. Check that out. You know, you got nothing to do anyway, right? Oh, buddy, you know it. Invite your, have your date come over and watch Unsolved Mysteries. I just might, buddy. Uh, chicks love true crime, you know? Yeah. All right, well, uh, I guess we're done here. That's my mini review of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, go watch uh, Hill House and uh, I, I guess we'll be back with uh, more shows, hopefully, and we'll we'll figure something out. Either we'll continue just to go over seasons, like let's say the buddy finished a season of this and we'll just go over the season and then, you know, who knows? Maybe we both won't need to watch the show because that kind of makes it harder, too. I mean, it helps, but it makes it kind of harder because then it's like one of us doesn't have time usually usually it's me but one of us doesn't have time to just like watch the whole show so maybe one of us can go over a season of whatever we watched and then like that can kind of convince the other one to watch it later on you it's, know it's what killed aeb yeah well it did i know i'm, I'm just sorry, saying everybody. that's what i'm saying maybe this is we'll set this up where like we'll establish like this is how it goes this is the way fuck yeah <laughs> All right, and we'll see you on TV. Quick, change the channel! Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at Sandman Rios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah!